Y'all ready to move a little bit here? Been a long time ill. Hey, I watched the fog of it. We want to start off in cruise control for you, baby. A nice and easy villa. Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the fog watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. That's right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. And Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big car. Happy B day. The big car. Watch the pocket. Watch it. And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right, that's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, Abella, Donna, watch the fuck do the work. He's a born of Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. to another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in on this Memorial Day. Thank you so much for just following us. And if you're watching right now on YouTube, please do not forget to subscribe, subscribe to subscribe, the channel. Subscribe. We need y'all, guys. We got to get these numbers up. Get these numbers up, guys. So, oh my goodness, today, 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 it's a national holiday. It is Memorial Day, and mm -hmm. we definitely want to just thank all those men and women who have given their lives for this country. Yes. We appreciate your service, and thank you so much. 
so much. Yes, yes. I, I second. <laughs> our, our engineer just Memorial told us now have to give an a, a, a educational piece Please on this do. because somebody just told me thank you. The Memorial Day celebration is for all the ones who have lost their lives. Yes. Fighting for this country. Yes. Ron, you will have your day on Veterans Day. Veterans Day, not today. <laughs> so to all the families who have lost loved ones today, we uh, pray with you and we salute you um, during this difficult time. I know that it's difficult for you guys today. So. Absolutely, absolutely. But not to Ron on right. Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get his day a little later this year, November. So, hey, Ron. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. I'm loving your dude. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Always doing something different, y'all Always know. doing something different. She's going to be doing something different next week, too. We know. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> we look forward to All it. these different looks. All these different looks. I love it. I love it. I ain't got to do too much to my head. You know all you got to do is just go get you a wig and change them looks up and <laughs> them colors. If you want a new color, go get a wig and try that color out because that's what I'm going to do next week, y'all. I'm going to try this color out before I do my hair. So I'm trying to see how gonna it's going to look. You're going to try the color them. first? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You're not yep. going to tell me what color? No, it's okay. a surprise. So I'm going to walk in and be like, what, Mick? Oh, hey, girl, hey. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay, that's mm -hmm. how it's going to be. All yeah, right, all right. Gotcha. Be. Got so keep watching, keep watching. So how was your week and weekend? Uh, I know. It felt like forever. Monday to Monday. I know, but last Monday I wasn't here. Oh, yeah. Okay, you guys. Um, I forgot about that. So it's it been two weeks. Right. Okay. You okay. guys, I was not incognito. Uh, last Monday I'm on a board for CAP. So we had a, um, we had a meeting um, that day, and I am proud to announce that McYon will be one of our guest speakers um, October the 25th. The 25th. October the 25th. It is a breakfast, so please get your tickets now. You can reach out to me. Um, tickets are $25. Uh, it's just a phenomenal event, and we are dedicating this one to teenagers, and because McGowan is doing so much work in the community with teens, with um Talking about her story and her daughter's story, um, we wanted to definitely bring that to Charles County to Cap. So Absolutely. that's why I was not here. Still, still uh, working, working with my big, still working, working always working, working uh, for my big sis too, because I do appreciate all that she does in the community. So don't forget, put on your calendars now. October twenty fifth is a breakfast, so it's eight o'clock in the morning, and we want to see you there. Yes. Puffy eyes and all, like yeah. just get there at eight o'clock in the morning, and it yes. is a breakfast, and it's at the JC. So, hopefully, we'll see you guys there. So, my weekend, um, basically, you guys know I have four children. So this weekend, we tried to spend time with each one of them individually and together, because you know I don't know which one of them might put me in a home. So you have to like <laughs> treat them all good, so mm -hmm. one won't feel slighted. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't been golfing and ice cream and more golfing and movies and I don't know. I just been everywhere with those kids. Mm. Everywhere. That's good. It That's was good. It, it was good. Sometimes the conversation goes left. So I, 
uh, one time I had me and my oldest two sons, and then my husband had our daughter. Mm. So when they got all together in the conversation, I'm like, well, I'm glad I wasn't at that table. Mm. It was at this table. So still a blessed book and busy weekend, but it was all about our family this weekend. So Absolutely. And so um, also um, talk about the fashion show that you were oh, yes. to talk yes. about that. So the fashion show, you guys know that, me, my husband, um, and our daughter was in a fashion show, uh, and it was a fashion show to bring awareness to domestic violence and uh, cancer. Uh, so I was one of the people that they um, recognized for being a survivor of domestic violence. It was it was a good event. It, first of all, it, it was a production, okay? Mm. It was a production. This was not your regular walk down the runway. This was a production. It was about... 40, 45 of us in this production. Mm. Um, men, women, children. Uh, it was a lot of designers there, but it was for a great cause. And it's funny because I didn't know how it was going to turn out because mm. it was just one of those things when a lot of stuff changed. You know how it is. It'd be so chaotic oh in the beginning, but then it turns out to be beautiful. And it was chaotic. It was, it was <laughs> crazy. And then it all came together, and I sit down like, wow, we did that? Like, we, 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 we doing a finale walk. Like, we all stumping together, and it's over. It was packed. It was at um, St. Luke's Church on East Capitol Street. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it it was definitely packed in there, definitely. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think they could have sold another ticket or squeezed another body up in there. <laughs> um, but it, it was, it was and it was an experience, and all of my children, so three of us, you know, my family is six, so three of us were in the show, and the other three, we're right there, uh, cheering us on and videotaping and watching. Mm. So all of the Manly's blended family was in there. Um, some of our partners was in there. Stacy was in there. Um, it was a lot of people uh, that was in yeah, there. Yeah, because I seen um, um, Miss Patrick, um, Elvira Patrick. Oh, yeah. She was a designer. Over. Yeah, she was a designer. And she, was a, and she was a model. Oh, okay. So she designed the, the children's clothes. Mm -hmm. and my daughter just wanted all her little outfits. Mm -hmm. but, uh, so she was one of the children designer, and she actually did rip the runway also. Um, Mr. Norman, his he's he put it together. Norman Cole is who put it together, and he was one of the designers also. So, so um, were all the designers local designers? Honestly, I will be lying if I say yes, because mm. I I know, I think it was like, well, one was Iverson Mall. I don't, I can't recall the store that was in Iverson Mall. It's downstairs, so that's local. Mr. Cole is local. Elvira is mm -hmm. local. So they must, and then there was three more, I believe. So. I would think uh, they're all nice, um, all nice designers. It, it, it was just, it was just a nice time. It yeah, was I a long, long day. Oh, we had makeup artists, local makeup artists. Um, some of them had just graduated from makeup school, mm. so they was um, doing their thing. They did, they did great for what they had to work with. I mean, mm -hmm. getting 40, 45 people made up and done up for the show to start. Mm -hmm. um, they did a, a great job. And the thing about makeup artists, like you can't rush them. This mm -hmm. is their gift. This mm -hmm. is what they do. Don't come up in there telling them to just put some eyes on and do that. They was not for it, honey. The more people was asking them to hurry up, the more that they was perfecting their craft. And shout out to them because, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. They we, was not rushing. We know about some people, how they come. I don't, I, I never understand that. Some people want to come and dictate Tell everything. people how to do their job. What to do. Just come with your, make, your face done. I just came there and I sit in a chair and I said, thank you for your service. Uh, 
pay my due and went on did what I was supposed to do. Ain't no need. I mean, come early next time. Absolutely. That's that's what I wanted come to tell early. those people. Come those early. people who came late to the fashion show, come early next oh, time. Oh, they always had something to say. The late the late comments. Yes, but it was a great. Like I said, it brought um, awareness to domestic violence and cancer. So there were some cancer survivors. Um, there was some domestic violence survivors. Uh, it was some men survivors also that mm. for cancer that was there also. So, like I said, met some new people, some connections. It was packed. Uh, I believe this is their fourth one. Mm. So I found out that he does this annually at different places. Um, and then my husband, that was his first time modeling. So he was Mr. GQ up in there, child. <laughs> you know how your partner do it. So mm -hmm. he was up in there also uh, making his debut because he always tried to support when it you know when it comes to domestic violence or his family period mm -hmm. so well that was awesome yes that was that was a lot. and then you were so busy because i seen i mean you were at the um sisters for sister the sister sister thing and it looked amazing you're uh cause oh, I seen oh you. yeah you wasn't here oh no. yeah so yeah so yes we did do that and oh, you that, ziplined yes i did girl you can have that because that i was not. that was an amazing experience it was a, a, a definitely a spiritual um encounter with that whole zip lining thing because um as i shared last week just me looking up that mountain to see where we had to walk to and I, I said oh no I'm not doing that <laughs> wait so you had to walk up to the zip line yeah and then zip and it, down. we was on we was on 550 acres of oh, land wow. and they had all these horses I said y'all can't get none of these horses <laughs> That's to, take, like. to take me up That's this hill I mean ain't none of these cars ain't nobody think of taking no vehicles Lord, up there that like they was like was no you gotta hike up there and they was like you know it's very steep and there's rocks and trees and, and everything though, in the way no it wasn't no bonding <laughs> on the way up no girl you trying to catch your breath <laughs> You trying to not fall and, and they tell me you can slip and you know, and I'm very cautious of like that because I already broke my ankle before. So, you know, it's very cautious of me of like, I don't want to experience that again. So then I thought about it and I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going on with it. So I fought through it, made it up the hill, but it was so amazing with this. It's like, it's like, um, what I said is so spiritual It's because like with God it's like, you know, we look at things from a distance and we like, no, I can't do this, that, mm -hmm. and that. But as soon as we say yes and start on that journey, God had already had people positioned to help you on that journey. So as I was going on the trail, the other ladies had stopped at certain parts and was like, come on, you can go because our instructor, he gives the instructor, he gives the instructions and go just like God God give you your instructions and you don't hear from him no more you know what I'm saying but you got to stay on that journey so the guy he gave us our instructions and was gone so it was some of the other women that was positioned on the trail because he had already gave instructions that when you get right here because this is the steepest part of the mountain that you got to turn your feet a certain way. Oh, wow. Well, he was gone by the time I got there. I didn't hear that. But it was a woman there waiting, one of my other sisters waiting, that didn't go ahead, that stopped and said, come on, boo, you're going to get it. But this part right here, real steep. So turn your foot like this and basically walk sideways. And she was like, as soon as you get up there, it's only a little bit more. You done it. You I hear love it. I love and I was it. like, oh, my God. That's when it became, like, so spiritual for me. And I was like, man, this is how God saved this. Like, don't worry about what you got to go through because I'm going to have some people that's going to help you along Amen. the way. Amen. Oh, I just need you to say yes and just do it. Just get through it. And so when I got to the top up there and I was looking around, it was all, all beautiful and everything. And so now it's time for me to get on the platform to actually take that leap of faith. 
And I was like, one girl went, she went by herself. And I said, I'm going next. I said, because I'm not going to sit here and talk myself out of it. I said, right, the longer right. I stand here, look around, look down, right. I'm going to talk myself out. I said, so I got up there and everybody was like, oh, cheering me on. Like, oh, girl, you're going. I said, yes. They said, you all right. I said, I'm scared to death, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. And in my mind, I said, you know what, God? I'm just trusting you. I said, I'm going to close my eyes on that first jump, that leap, and then I'm going to open my eyes and see what there is. So I just said a prayer, closed my eyes, and went. Next thing I know, girl, I'm out there. I'm flying through the air. It's all beautiful. You don't even remember the fear that you left up on the platform. Okay. You okay. don't even remember that fear. That fear is gone. Okay. And you are living and enjoying the moment. Then when I got to the bottom, I was like, wow, God, look what I would have missed just by letting fear control me. It was nothing that I thought it was going to be. It was nothing compared to that. So it was just awesome. So Well, shout out to you. I love the message behind it. I will let you know I'm definitely not there yet with Zipline. <laughs> the message is powerful. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not there. Like, that's not on my bucket list yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, I'm, my next vacation I go to, I'm doing parasailing. I just found out you don't have to know how to swim to do it because I don't know how to swim. So you don't know how to swim, but no, you want parasailing. but that's something I've always wanted to do i said you so know you don't want to take swimming that. lessons first because no. i don't know how to swim either we can take swimming mm -mm. lessons together mm -mm. Okay, but see well, I, I, when i say i don't know how to swim i know how to swim i know how to put my head in the water i'm not afraid of the water or anything I know like how to that panic. i just don't call myself a swimmer because I, I don't panic. think i'm a swimmer but i know how to get myself okay. out of the pool Okay, well, I definitely not into I'll that. be there to take pictures and mm -hmm. cheer you on because you have to know your place, right? You have Absolutely. to know your role. And my role is going to be to cheer you on, to motivate you to do the thing and take pictures for the memories. Yes, That's what I I'm going to do. <laughs> I, it, was, it was very important for me to do the zip lining because I remember when I was in Jamaica, I backed out of mm -hmm. my zip line. And so I was like, you know what? This is not going to get me again. I'm doing this. Thing. Okay. Well, so that was kudos awesome. Kudos to you. Kudos to all the women who went there. The pictures was amazing. I yes. saw the bonfires, the story that you just showed, how it all came to, uh, that you just shared, how it all came together. So I'm glad that it was an amazing time. I, it I really watched was. you. I watched you. I was at the uh, at my event, but still looking through your pictures in between my walks, like, right. <laughs> like right. yay! Because it, it was it was it was it was really amazing. That experience was really amazing. We had women who came from Detroit, St. Okay. Louis, New okay. York. And also DC and Maryland, so it was phenomenal. We excited. We can't wait until we do it again um, yes. next year. Yes, I need to um, be on that one next year. Definitely bigger. Well, I, I don't like to say bigger and better because it, it was just really intimate. It was it was a total of fifteen women who took that journey, and it was just so intimate. It was very intimate and so powerful. And you know, in groups like that, you get women to share their most deepest, mm -hmm. you know. Um, parts of their life and right. otherwise they have never we, we kept hearing so many stories of people saying I have never shared this with nobody you know so just be able to have that right. nice comfortable space so women could share you know it was that's it's always blessing. amazing that's a blessing and so even with this week even with this week I did my first um workshop with juvenile probation mm -hmm. oh my goodness and it was amazing these five young ladies oh my goodness I love them already, but it's so funny when you first come and you first meet them because their gods are always up, right. you know, and they so rough and tough. They so rough. Right, right, right. But then after it was over, we went through our session. They was hugging me and everything, and so I'm just excited about, you know, doing that and 
also um they're going to be adding me to a bigger group and so i'm excited about what's to come from that so Last definitely shout out to um department of family um social service who definitely keep me in the loop keep me in the loop so i'm very so very thankful for that partnership and also i had an event this week with um our sister Beverly Smith Brown, she did a grieving mother um, post Mother's Day event this Friday, and it was amazing. She, it was a comedy show, so it was a lot of um, comedians there. Who was this sharing? They had us cracking up laughing because usually when we get together, like with grieving mothers, sometimes there be new mothers that's right. that's coming into the group, and so you know sometimes you know it's not such a happy occasion because people are in such in a low um, place. But this time it was all laughs and everybody, all the mothers having a nice time and it was just amazing. So I just want to say thank you again to Beverly Smith Brown and Mama Safe Haven for always thinking about the grieving mother. So we definitely appreciate Shout out Beverly. I love Beverly. Yes. Beverly be on moves. I love her. <laughs> she sure do. She that girl. Moves. That girl right there. I tell you. I t I'm, sometimes, you know, you just got to thank God for the people that he connects you with. And I'm just so thankful to even, you know, know her. And uh, it was amazing because I knew her sister before I met her. And um, her sister has just joined the Grieving Mothers Club. Um, back in November, her sister lost both of her sons, her only two sons, two weeks apart from each other. My God. She had to bury two sons two weeks apart. And so, you know, nobody never wants to be a part of this club right. per se, but it's definitely good to have somewhere where you can go and talk to people who understand what you're going through because we all know with grieving, grieving is a cycle and sometimes people get stuck in certain phases. Right. You know, and, and who are we to say you're staying there too long? Right. You know, right, people right. have to move when they're ready to move. And so it's always good to be in a place with people who understand where you are. Right. Right. So also shout out to Mary. We are definitely um, Mary Jane. We are definitely um, can always continue to pray for you for your strength as you go through your new normal. So other than that, it was good. Blessed, good. booked, and busy. Girl. I'm telling you, definitely we be blessed, booked, and busy. Blessed, booked, and busy. Always in the community. No matter what we don't know, we always in the community trying to empower our community. So Absolutely. I definitely love it. We need more of that. We need to really get our communities back. Absolutely. So. So guys, we have come to our first break and we have a phenomenal guest here today in the studio. On Memorial Day, she has decided to still come here and do what she does best. We definitely have Kiana Bradley in the studio. And so when we come back, we will have her here at the Voxway table. I was going to say station. Have her <laughs> here at the Voxway table. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be right back. DJ Rick Entertainment, the hottest DJ in the DMV area. CEO of Step Your Game Up in the Youth Project Show. The DJ on the Heartbeat Congo Hour and sound engineer for a variety of bands. DJ Rick Entertainment is your number one company for all your stage and sound event needs. Call 202-749-7903. That's 202-749-7903. DJ Rick Entertainment.
looking for the latest in DMV culture, music, and celebrity news, make sure you tune in to me, your girl, MC Fran, from 8 to 9 p.m. on VoxWave.com. The Fantastic Live Show. Hello and welcome back to the McYon Show. As you can see, we have the beautiful Kayana Bradley here at the table. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Kayana, welcome. Thanks for having me. Welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So what we want you to do is that introduce yourself to our audience and tell them exactly what you do. Hey, audience. So <laughs> I'm Kayana, and what I do is I am a licensed clinical professional counselor, um, what I do is I therapize. I'm just playing. Please don't use that word. That is not a word. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. No, no. That's what you learned? <laughs> Please don't do that. Uh, I actually, I love being a, a therapist, a counselor, because it gives me the opportunity to support people and uh, help them to embrace their healing. So that's what I do. Okay. Absolutely. And guys, you know that um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so we definitely wanted to bring Kayana on so she can help us close this thing out. Awesome. And so we will be taking um, calls in the studio. If you have a question or comment for her, you can definitely dial 240-719-2560. <laughs> Caller, question. Get your free questions in real quick. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about um, mental health. Let's you know, we, we hear so many uh, um, stigmas when it comes to mental health Absolutely. and why people don't get the services that they need. Um, what have you found to be those reasons of why people do not come and seek services that they need when it comes to mental health? So one of the biggest issues is because you feel like to say I have a mental health issue means that I'm crazy, mm -hmm. right? And whatever that means. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you got to ask different people, what do you think crazy is? What do you think right. crazy mean? And you'll have different answers. And so the, also it, it, it may make people feel like something's wrong with me, mm -hmm. right? And if I admit something wrong with me, now what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. What do I do with that awareness when I have to say I can't handle something on my own? Mm -hmm. Now what? What mm -hmm. happens when I say this was too much for me or I don't know what to do with this, uh, this grief that mm -hmm. you were talking about earlier? Mm -hmm. Then what? Mm -hmm. And I think when people don't know how to deal with their stuff, because they, we, we haven't been taught this stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mental right. health issues, we haven't been taught how to deal with our mental state. Mm -hmm. And so outside of us talking about grieving or you might hear bipolar here, depression there, then what? Mm -hmm. And most of the time people who have the stigma of mental health issues, they don't know the then what. They don't know what's next. They don't really even know. I have a lot of people who come in and their first thing, they're, they're coming, they're nervous, mm -hmm. and they're saying, okay, I don't really know what to do now. Now what? Mm -hmm. Literally, they come like that, and then it's really, let's talk, mm -hmm. right? And when, what you hear from someone who doesn't know what to do is they typically talk for at least 20, 25 minutes straight because mm -hmm. they haven't had the opportunity to express themselves in a non-judgmental um, um, environment mm -hmm. that's just there to hear you and to validate your emotions. I'm not here to judge you and to say that's wrong. Why are you doing that? The biggest thing that I'm trying to do is help people to be authentic. Yes. To embrace what they feel without judging what they feel. Mm -hmm. And we do it so much, which also cause, causes the mental health issues, like anxiety, mm -hmm. right, depression. Mm -hmm. If I'm not allowing myself, inside of myself, to be myself, why wouldn't that make me depressed? Right. Why right. wouldn't that make me anxious? Right. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's, so that's where I feel like stigma comes from. It mm -hmm. comes from the lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we have been taught that, you know, when it comes to things of, 
when it's mental that we can just pray those things away Absolutely. because we have been indoctr indoctrinated into this spiritual system right, that right, tells right. us that when you start hearing those things and you're here oh you could just pray that away right, right, and right. everything mm -hmm. will be okay and you know what's amazing I promise you I just had a pastor he went to school, divinity school, so that means he has a master's. He's not only called by God, but he went and tried to, you know, get the education mm -hmm, behind it. Mm -hmm. And he called me and said, Kayana, I want to I wanna partner with you. Because he said, I had to humble myself before God, and I realized that my congregation needs more. Mm -hmm. Right? Amen. Meaning, not more than God, right. more than right. what I can right. do right. as a pastor. Right. He mm -hmm. said, I have my lane, and you have yours. He said, I am not qualified to deal with the issues that I'm trying to deal with. Mm. And I'm finding myself kind of at, at wit's end trying to figure out, and he said, I'm not, this is why you, Kayani, people like you, or not people like me, but you know, mm -hmm. the therapists, mm -hmm. right, yeah. the counselors, this is why you went to school, to mm -hmm. deal with specifically right. mental health issues. Mm -hmm. right. And this is your ministry. That's, that's this this is from God, that's too. It. It's right. just that that's you're absolutely. outside the church, outside the pulpit, but it's still a ministry from God absolutely. because God is still giving us the services and things that we need absolutely. outside the four walls of the church. So that is amazing that, is amazing that when you have a pastor to get to that place, because I know even for me when I go, and talk to pastors as well about you know how they do their counseling and things like mm -hmm. that when it comes to domestic violence it always amazes me when i get some of the pastors to say oh you don't have them meet together you know, so they don't know. It's like now they finally saying, you know what? This is out of my league. Right. I do have to turn this over to somebody else who's qualified right. to help the people. Because what happens when we're going through all of that? The first place we go is to the church. Yes, right. We're looking for that comfort. Yeah, mm -hmm. And yeah, trying to get that healing. And a lot of times we go to church and they're not qualified to give us the things that we need. And that's why the churches should be opening up now to talk more about therapy. Right. And if more pastors would get that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, and I feel like sometimes when you go to the pastor for help, the first thing they do is say, I'm praying for you yeah. and mm -hmm. give you a scripture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I can pray for me and I can read perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. That's not, I need more. Mm -hmm. And I don't even, they're not qualified and they don't even know or even try to direct the path of saying like, hey, we need to get a counselor or you need counseling beyond me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? What, what the pastor also said, he said, what I realize is if someone in my church is dealing with cancer, I don't just tell them I'm gonna pray for them. What mm -hmm. I do is I say, you need to go to the doctor. I visit them at the hospital right. mm -hmm. and I also pray. Right. Mm -hmm. So he said, not only do I get to tell somebody who's going through a mental health issue to, to go get treatment, go see a therapist, go see a psychiatrist, and I can pray for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's just, it's, it, it both can, can help. Yeah. Right? yeah. Both you are need, necessary. You need both. both necessary. And, that, and that's the goal. The goal is not to knock this. It's not right. to knock that. Right. It's, it's to be able on. to come together to understand that if Jesus is all, all powerful, mm -hmm. all knowing, that mm -hmm. means he can use any and everything to get the work Amen. done. And Amen. those are things that come into place where I have a pastor to be able to bring forth my word. Right. I have a nurse. I have a doctor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I, and I have a psychiatrist who deals right. with medication. I have a therapist who helps you understand and process your your memories, your emotions, understand yourself better. And so when that all that's working, with your, when your spiritual self is working, your your mental, yep. that's your, your 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 physical is working together. That there you are. Mm -hmm. right. There you are. Mm -hmm. But when one thing is off, it's very difficult to bring my whole self to God when I'm holding something back and I can't understand what I'm holding back because right. I have I can't be authentic because again 
I don't even know what to do with this part of me. Right. I'm not supposed to feel these feelings. I'm mm -hmm. not supposed to have these thoughts. So I'm going to just keep them back here and suppress mm -hmm. them and not deal with them. And when you don't deal with them, they're going to come out anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's what therapy helps. We, As a therapist, we, we, we help to explore what's happening, mm -hmm. right? I tell people, I'm, not, I'm an expert at what I do, and you're an expert at yourself. So right. when you come into here, I don't know all of you like you do. You with you 24-7. Right. My goal is I know how to, to, to bring forth or help you understand um, patterns of behaviors, mm -hmm. right? And I understand how to help you connect. I get a lot of, I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. I, I knew I was having this, but I didn't think it was connected, but I can see how it connects. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can move forward in, in having our whole selves act as a one unit. And that, that is so true. And I remember saying this when I first started doing um, domestic violence and a lot of the behaviors and everything that you go through. It's like you know what you do, right. but when you go to a therapist, now you know why you do Absolutely. what you do. Absolutely. And that's the, that's the side that we always miss. And we want to always bottle it up like, oh, it's just me. Yeah. How long can we keep using that it's just me when your just me is hurting you and other people Absolutely. around you? Absolutely. Not dealing with your issues is so, that's part of our community. Mm -hmm. It's so uh, detrimental to our community because we don't understand. So we talk about men like as women, right? You'll mm -hmm. talk about men and saying that they don't, they cheat and they do all this and they, they, they do all of that. But what do, what do they do with their stuff? Mm -hmm. Can they be, can they be vulnerable? Can they be open? If they cannot be those things, what do they do? No, no different than someone having going to alcohol, someone mm -hmm. going to uh, uh, food, right? And then when this man decides to go to sex, I'm not excusing the behavior. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is there's a why behind it. Absolutely. Right? And because mental health has this stigma, he's not going to go to therapy. He's mm -mm. not going to talk about it because now he has to be vulnerable with what's going on inside of him where mm -hmm. he can't tell you he was molested. Mm -hmm. He can't tell you that he doesn't love himself. Mm -hmm. He can't tell you that he doesn't feel like a man. Because mm -hmm. if he does that, now you're going to look at him different and then it's going to validate the lies that he's telling himself and that he absolutely. doesn't Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. that's why so many times that in relationships when it's like that, that, that behavior end up them deflecting that on you where they call you insecure. All those things that Which they're rejection. going through, mm -hmm. yes, they start put, putting that on you. Mm -hmm. And now you're insecure. Now you're... Um, uh, what, what's this word I want? Complicated. Right, you know, right, all right. those things get projected on you. And so you got to be mindful of that. And that's, that's why today we have to know, let people know men and women alike that it's okay to not be okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it's okay to not why, be okay. Why do you guys feel like it's not okay to be okay? Where does that come from? Where does that come from where I can't be okay with not being okay? Right. Because we are told for so long that we have to be strong. And yeah. I know as, as women, because, you know, I know as women, because we are known nurturers and mothers, that we're so focused on taking care of everybody yeah. else mm -hmm. that we end up losing out. And I know for me, I, I thank, see, I thank God in my um, process of me going through losing my daughter. Yeah. When I lost my daughter, I had to go through things that I that I never thought I would ever have to go through because right. it really showed me who I was. Absolutely. And so I dealt with a lot of my insecurities and showed me things that I was doing in life of how when 
I used to have those days of getting depressed and didn't want to be here and all those, what I used to do before I lost my daughter. All that anxiety coming on me because of trying to raise children and be this wife and be this daughter and this sister. But when I lost my daughter, it taught me how to focus on me. Wow. It, it, it taught me that if I have to live this life without my daughter, that I'm comfortable with losing anybody. Wow. And it let me off the hook. Right. So I don't have to be nothing to anybody, Absolutely. but I have to be everything to myself. That's powerful. Very. And that, that is such a great mindset. And what happens when people feel that they can do that, they feel like they're letting people, other people down. Mm -hmm. What you don't understand, the more you're able to understand that I have to be there for me, the more powerful and the more present you can be there for others. Mm -hmm. Like that. So... Look at what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. How many people have you helped? You just told me. You just ran down your list of things that you had to do in order to, like, take your break. Mm -hmm. Because you're out here helping so many people with the mindset of that, that I got to make sure I'm good. Absolutely. And that's what that's what mental health does. But because of stigma, we don't understand that going to see a therapist is saying, I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And then, because we get caught up in this, I want to be a good father. I want to be a good mother. I want to be a good daughter. I want to be a good student. And what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Now you're pressing to be this thing instead of being your authentic self, mm -hmm. right? And once you are your authentic self, then you can respond to whatever I feel in that moment. And then mm -hmm. you can say, you know what? I don't like this part. Mm -hmm. But but you know what? I do like that because you have the opportunity to choose your behavior. Yes. Right? And so that's that's the goal. That's so beautiful. Yes. Thank Taking you. Taking care of yourself in order to be there for you. Mm -hmm. And as a byproduct, you're absolutely going to be able to be there for others. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's like... Ooh, it's it's been a hard journey. Yeah. It's, it's it, it has definitely been a hard journey, but it's I've I've learned that it's all about your perspective. Even like when it comes to the whole um like I always love the analogy where God says about the cup that runneth over. Mm -hmm. Like and I always say to myself that you know everything that's in the cup is for me, mm -hmm. and everything that spills yeah. out is for everyone else. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just to keep myself whole because. This whole, the, the whole mentality thing is so fragile. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's so fragile. And I, and I understand because I've dealt with so many people how the things that goes on in life, some people never come back from. Yeah. Yeah. Never come back from. And your mind is so fragile, you can be one of those people. Mm -hmm. And so we have to take an account of that to say, you know what, I know I got all these things going on, but am I okay? Yeah. Am I okay, or am I just living for everybody else? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, family, that's what we got to do. That's what we have to do. And that's why it's so much um, depression. Like, when I found out that people can be clinically depressed their whole life, yes. uh -huh. their whole life, that was amazing to me. You know what? I just read some statistics, and it says that most people with depression don't even go to seek help. They live with it for at least 10 years before they even think about doing getting help, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times, you know, when they do a lot of these research um, studies, it's not without, without people, right? Mm -hmm. And so if it takes 10 years for the, the general population, not general population, but let's just say for uh, other cultures, mm -hmm. right? When it comes down to African Americans, how long does it take? Right? Twice as much. Twice if as not, long. If not. If not at all. We are taught to get up, pull, pull, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Mm -hmm. Man, you got this. Don't even worry about it. You got this. Now, I love to say you got this, but I say you got this after we have talked about stuff, after we have 
uh, like I said, explored and, and you got some understanding and some awareness and then when it's time for you to leave, because I only get an hour with you, mm-hmm. when it's time for you to leave, I need you to know that you got this. Mm-hmm. All that you put in here, you got this. Another thing, as far as when we talk about mentally, in order to deal with ourselves, we got how we think, how we feel, and what we do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, when it comes down to having anxiety, right, when you have an increased fear and, and you got racing thoughts, you got intrusive thoughts coming in, and you, you, can't, you can't shut your mind down, and you got depression when you don't have no motivation to do anything, or you're irritable all the time, you're angry all the time, or you don't have the motivation to do those things that you know you have in your head to do, but you can't do it for whatever reason. What are you thinking about? What's going on in your mind? How are you, how's your perspective? Because mm-hmm. what we think affects what we feel. Mm-hmm. And what we feel affects what we do. Mm-hmm. So if I'm angry at you, that's where the hit come from. But my anger comes from the perspective, oh, you disrespecting me, mm-hmm. right? So the goal is to be able to deal with our thoughts. That's cognitive behavior therapy, right? How do we deal with our thoughts? But that's, I'm bringing it back to authenticity because that's important. You can't deal with the thought that you can't, um, let, allow yourself to know is there. Mm-hmm. You will never deal with a thought that you keep pushing down. Mm-hmm. But once you deal with that thought, you can deal with it. Why am I angry right now? What's going on? Why am I upset? Why am I frustrated? Why am I depressed? Why do I feel sad? And once you start thinking about these things, then you can deal with that. You mm-hmm. can say, you know what? It's because I feel like my I feel like my child is not respecting me. Why mm. do you feel like your child is not res- uh, respecting you? I feel like my spouse is not respecting me. I feel like my spouse is not giving me the attention that I need. Why do you feel that way? Because sometimes it, it's not about what somebody else is doing. It's really about your perspective, mm-hmm. how you are putting your narrative on what somebody else is doing. Mm. But that's what therapy helps, right? Mm-hmm. Therapy helps to get your thoughts together in order to make the decisions you want to make for yourself, right? To live your best life. Yes. Right? That right there is powerful. Yes. That That is definitely Got y'all powerful. thinking. Y'all don't <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we have, have Shamia watching, and yes. she's saying definitely thank you for all that. She definitely needed all that. So thank you for watching, Shamia. You know, Shamia, that's, you know, that's, that's your best friend right there. That's, that's how you do it. I appreciate that. That's you. She's going to hold you down. <laughs> <laughs> there are people, too. <laughs> I appreciate you, girl. <laughs> yeah, we need friends, too. We do. That is powerful. That's why mental health is um so important in our community because we have been just doing things just because it has been passed down yes. for us to do things but now God is now calling us for real healing yeah mm-hmm. real healing of the family and and stop allowing things to just get swept under the rug and not deal with right. these things and we have to be able to sit down and talk about them yeah yeah talk about them we have we have people who are um in relationships with their moms and dads and they still have a lot of that um anger and bitterness and things that happen from childhood because I know even like for with me and my my mom it was a long time before I even had got to a place to let my mom off the yeah. hook with some things that I grew up with yeah, right yeah. and I was I was really angry about it and I remember one time telling my mom that and she was like well why was you upset with me? I said, because that's just the way it was. I said, I always thought that you should have did more. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I always felt as though you should have did more. Mm-hmm. And, but she couldn't understand it because she felt as though well, I was doing my best. But see, yeah. I couldn't understand that right. then. No, you can't. you can't. I didn't understand that she was only giving me what she had. I'm like, well, you should have did more yeah. because as a mother, you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very difficult for us to just 
being real with how we feel about our parents, mm-hmm. right? Because we love our mothers, we love our fathers, right? But what happens when their best wasn't good enough, right? Right? Or what their best wasn't? It was it was toxic. Mm-hmm. What happens? And the thing about it is, the first thing when I have to deal with individuals going back in childhood, I have to tell you, we're not blaming anybody, right? Right? It's not about making your mom or your dad into this bad person. I had to deal with my own stuff, and I put myself out there as well because I had to realize that my mother is human. Mm -hmm. Now the goal is when you go back, don't go back as this Mm 38-year-old. You got to go back as that Mm 5-year-old to be able to relate to yourself at Mm 5. Because your 5-year-old self is not thinking like you are today. Mm -hmm. Your 5-year-old self doesn't understand, doesn't have the mental capacity to be able to know why mom is not paying attention to me or why mom is hitting me or why mom is not, why don't I I have any food or Mm -hmm. why do I feel like mom is paying more attention to this person or dad is not in my life. Mm -hmm. How does a 5-year-old process that? Mm -hmm. How does an 8-year-old process that? How do they do it? They say, I'm not, it's something that I did. Because Mm -hmm. remember, kids focus on self. Everything Mm -hmm. is off of what I do. So the reason why something is not happening is because I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. They didn't stay because I'm not good enough. And typically, we don't understand that as adults a lot of times, and we don't know how to deal with that. So when you are young and you that fire and you're young and you're dealing with that and you feel like I'm not worthy, I wasn't worthy enough for my father to stick around. Now at 38, we're trying to figure out why I got self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. Why I don't? Why I don't? I don't? Why am I body shaming? Why am I doing all of this? Because it stems back from five years, mm-hmm. right? So the goal of a therapist and going back is to try to figure out. Let's reconcile that. Yes. And that's one of my my homeworks I give to people to say write a letter to your younger self, mm-hmm. validate, mm-hmm. right? All you're doing with validation is saying it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You felt this way. Go back and validate that five-year-old, that, that 10-year-old, that 12-year-old. So that once once they get that validation, it's easier mm-hmm. as this 38-year-old mm-hmm. to say, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. But, but if nobody validates. So one of the things I had to realize when I was molested and nobody validated Kayana, nobody said that, it, oh, I'm so sorry, right? When I went back and did my letter and realized, first of all, I didn't, I didn't validate myself. I'm out here helping everybody else, but I never validated little Kayana. It wasn't until I was able to validate little Kayana, the big Kayana, mm-hmm. adult Kayana, the Kayana with the power, because you don't have power at five. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit of power. That's only the power to be yourself. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a power to make decisions. Right. And as an adult, you do. So the goal is to be able, with therapy, we help you get through all of that so that you could be your best self today authentically. Because a lot of times people say, I'm living my best life, but you're not living your life authentically. You're living mm-hmm. it synthetic, a synthetic mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. authentically. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I'm talking yeah. about that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. That is so true. That right there is powerful. Mm-hmm. That is powerful. And so I'm, I'm just so happy that now we are living in a time where there is more awareness Absolutely. and more education education for these things that has just had us bottled down for so long. Yes. We've been taught that so for so long. long. Right. Yeah, We keep it in. What goes on in this household stays in this household. You have to be strong. Mm-hmm. Therapist is like the forbidden thing. Absolutely. Yeah, like that forbidden things. fruit. <laughs> yes, we were, we were taught that growing up for so long, and now we're at a point in time where now more people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. people are saying, no, therapist helps. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt. It helps. Talking about it um, helps, and it heals. So... I, we just have to continue that. You yeah. Know, yeah. Continue that. We, we really do. We, we really do because we are on definitely on the break of something, of changing something for um, 
future generations yeah, it's not that we have to leave we, we definitely have to leave this world better than when we found it because we have grandchildren and great-grandchildren that's going to have to come to this earth and they shouldn't be still living with the stigmas of that um i have to be okay you mm -hmm. know if i'm not okay i'm gonna go talk to i got i got my therapist yeah, on speed yeah, dial yeah. i'm not feeling fast. yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not feeling too well right now well, on you speed know we're gonna tell y'all you got them to be able to set your your, your appointment up on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> yes we gotta have set your appointment too. up yeah, you gotta set, set your, your appointment, appointment up, up and keep your appointment keep your appointment keep your appointment i feel appointment. like that's probably the hardest part just get into that first appointment oh, yeah like that, i feel like because you're going to talk yourself out of that absolutely yeah. you're going to talk it's yourself like out always of. your first appointments and stuff like your first therapist mm -hmm. appointment your first time you go to the gym like the stuff that you know you want to do is mm -hmm. like the first thing and i know what we talked about uh i talked about my weekend with my family well saturday my middle son woke up really early and he was like mom not okay and I just got up, right, like got up, right, got some right, clothes right. on. He wanted to walk, but that meant so much to oh, me absolutely. because That's he awesome. doesn't say that. So as we were walking and he was talking and he was sharing stuff with me, I'm just listening, let him talk as um, we walking around. And I looked over, he was crying. Mm -hmm. Now my middle son is 17. Okay. He, I probably seen him cry twice. Right, right. I was so happy that he was crying. Right, you know, right. most moms like, don't that cry, release. don't do it. I'm like, no, keep crying. Mm -hmm. Like, get it all out. And he's mm -hmm. looking at me like, huh? Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm not supposed to cry. I'm like, who told you that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never told you that. Mm -hmm. I want you to cry. If you want to sit here and cry this whole day, then we're going to sit here and cry the whole day. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to come up with a plan. But yeah. for now, I want you to cry. Yes. So um, that that was why we did the family time that I said that we gotcha. did. He started it. He woke up early in the morning and was like, I'm not okay. And, and that meant so much to me yeah. for him mm -hmm. to be able to say awesome. that I'm not okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. That I feel this kind of way. That, you know, and he was telling me, like, I feel less than, you know, I have abandonment issues. I mean, just all these things was coming up now. You know, I'm dealing with my own stuff, but at this point, I'm like, this is my son. We yeah. need to figure it out. So once we got in the house, you know, I went upstairs, woke up. My husband was like, no, we all need to come together. We got to. Uh, work together um so we started like cooking breakfast and my son started cooking just to get him out because he's somebody who's we know when something's wrong with him because he just played a piano okay mm. he has a piano like you know a little keyboard piano in his room so he played it mm -hmm. so he wasn't playing the piano but he wasn't talking either yeah. so we knew something but i'm like oh i don't want to push too much then he's not gonna say nothing mm -hmm. to me at all but at the same time so like i said he woke up said mommy i'm not okay mm -hmm. can you walk with me i got up no questions asked do some clothes on like six, seven, early in the morning, right. walked around, and just let him talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just let him talk. And then I kept him out all day, like just all day. I took his phone away. Like mm -hmm. I leave your phone in the house. Because mm -hmm. this social media thing, yeah, this yeah, all yeah, of this yeah. stuff, is as he's talking to me, I'm taking note of everything he's saying to me, the things that are making him feel this kind of way. You know, so I'm listening. So in my head, I'm like, all right, so he will not have a phone today. We mm -hmm. need to get back to communicating. Yeah, I need yeah, to figure yeah. out what's really going on. And, and um, at that night, I was like, you made it 24 mm -hmm. hours without that phone right, mm -hmm. right, right. 24 hours mm -hmm. just to have a conversation mm -hmm. with your mom we didn't did this and did and i'm like it's okay not to be okay and mm -hmm. i told him that i should have been telling myself that but i told him that i'm like mm -hmm. it's okay not to be okay mm -hmm. it's okay to cry and if you want to cry damn it you cry yeah. mm -hmm. and don't let anybody tell you that you can't right. cry Absolutely. when they lose sport games and all the parents like don't cry it's gonna be okay i'm like no cry if that's how you feel right now that's what you want to do and i need you to do that because i don't want you to hold it i don't want you to become me right. i don't want you to be 38 years old, still holding back your tears of fear of what the world think of you. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, the things that I dealt with and the things that I'm dealing with, 
I'm trying my hardest to make sure that my four don't be like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because I want them to teach theirs yeah. to be better than who they were, you know? Right. So that's what prompted. We ain't, we ain't gonna skate over all that though. We acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> publicly that the, 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 the space was safe. Mm -hmm. You gotta understand how powerful that is mm -hmm. that your child can come to you. <laughs> that's what I was sitting and here say, thinking. I am okay. Cause it that could have went a totally different, different way. Right. You I, calls from doctors in the hospital could have been what you getting right. called annual. That is true. That could have went totally that different. Is, mm -hmm. So the fact that he was able to feel safe enough, and that's what you want as a parent, as as a as a as a, a parental figure. If you have somebody in your space, not only that, as a spouse, whoever, as as a friend, that you want to be able to build a safe space inside of you. Right. Mm -hmm. That that and and and, and no safe spaces come from being heard and understood mm -hmm. all the time you don't have to give a response yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you do not have to give a response sometimes you just need to listen, listen. Mm -hmm. people want to be heard and understood mm -hmm. people people have been fighting for that from the beginning of time yes. yeah i was just telling a client i said um this is how you validate if you want to say something to somebody, let them know that you you heard what they said. Validate what they said. If they mm -hmm. said, "Man, this was this was a hard day today," and I know it seemed like your day was difficult, huh? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, just do that. Yes. And people be like, "Yeah, it was difficult because I was sitting here doing that and that." Wow, you got through it? Did you get like you know that was real difficult for you to get through? Or you know, I, I was feeling real lonely. Hey, I can see how you can be lonely. Mm -hmm. Like you could feel that way. Mm -hmm. Just validating because a lot of times we feel like we got to fix everything. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how we don't think therapy is important, but yet we feel like we got to go in and be superhero. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go in and be a super friend, a super daughter, a super mother, a super Super father, everything. everything. And, and, and be that to everybody. But yeah. then soon as that one time it don't go the way you want, mm -hmm. then you just angry yeah. and frustrated. And now you dumping on everybody because you feel as though now that everybody is taking advantage of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 difficult. You put because a lot of times we we do that. Again, it's no different than the person who's eating food, using drugs, using sex to be able to fill those wounds. Mm -hmm. so, that, so a lot of times we don't think we need support or help because we're going to get we're we're going to be self medicated, mm -hmm. right? Shopping or or. Uh, people pleasing those things people release dopamine those feel good feelings mm. that we don't have to feel the uncomfortable emotions so let me go do this thing mm -hmm. that's going to cover this up for for a small period mm -hmm. of time instead mm -hmm. of getting your heal healing mm -hmm. people people come in and say my goal is to be happy right so i go through the with it is your goal to be happy or to learn how to accept the happiness wherever you are mm -hmm. that's a choice right that's a feeling why would you be happy if you're grieving why mm -hmm. would you be happy? So it's not to be happy. You want to be. You want to be able to accept yourself. Right. How do you do? How do you get to the point where you can accept yourself, still love yourself, still know that you are lovable? You are enough, even when I'm in a grieving state. Yes. Even when I don't like something that's happening. Even when I'm going through a separation with with anything that's happened, a job, a friend, a loved one, whatever. I still can be okay because that doesn't mean or that doesn't define who I am as a person. Mm. Right. Yes. And that's what that's what therapy be, so a lot of times when I come when people come in, I list cuz they say I don't know why I feel anxious, I don't know why I feel depressed, I don't know. And I have a whiteboard in my office for this very reason. Write down everything that you've been through in the last 6 months. And that whole board is filled. 
right? You went through this loss. You done lost this job. You switched jobs. You're now not in this relationship. You're dealing with stuff with your mom. You're dealing with stuff with your dad. Then you sit, you sit back down and I say, look up there. Typically what happens? Tears. Because mm -hmm. rarely do we stop and pay attention to what we're going through. So sometimes <laughs> you think you're crazy. You're responding to your outside or your external world, mm -hmm. right? Why wouldn't you feel anxious when you got all this stuff going on in your life, mm -hmm. right? Now, the goal is when you're in therapy, how do we take care of the stuff? How do I help you learn how to take care of what's, what's on your plate? Does everything need to be on your plate? If this doesn't need to be on your plate, how do we, how do you, how do we learn how to put boundaries up, right? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? What does a healthy relationship look like for yourself, for your family, for your relationships, all of that. So that's what, what mental health, and that's why what mental health is, and that's why mental health matters, right? To be able to deal with it, to be able to increase how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. I have yet to hear somebody, and not that it can't happen, but listen, I have, I have yet to see it. Somebody come in and say, no, no, and, and, and have some backing of it to say, I believe that I am, I'm worthy and I am enough and they still struggle with these things. Because mm. the thing about anxiety, you're gonna, we, we have anxious thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. When you, mm -hmm. before coming on here, I know my stuff, but I still, I was anxious. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, I don't know what they gonna talk about, what's going on. <laughs> they asked us what was our first right, question. Gonna gonna be, they they just say, girl, we just gonna, we just gonna talk. <laughs> but I've done this enough to know, but mm -hmm. you still feel it. But what mm -hmm. happens is when that stuff stops your everyday life, yes. right? When that stuff stops, if, you, if you're not able to be present in yourself, it's difficult for you to be present wholeheartedly for your son, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. the goal is to be able to get the stuff that you need in order to process so that you can be authentically in the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know what's the first thing on my, my, my goal board? Mm. The first thing that's up there? Make peace with my story. Mm. That has been a, since 2017. That has been the first thing. It's like dead straight in the middle. Mm -hmm. Make peace with my story. Wow. It's in your court. What, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? We don't have enough oh, time no, station. <laughs> <laughs> Save by the time. <laughs> Save by the time. <laughs> That's why you can't go sit on no therapist couch. <laughs> and chair. I ain't never come to no barbecues over her. <laughs> But not, that is. Not, that, not that it's not good, but what happens is we can we can say something like that and don't understand that we don't know what it really means. So you won't, not that you don't, but but when you say things, it sounds good. And so now you, you get, we get hype over that. But then when you ask what this means, it's like people are like, well, you know. No, I have some things. Oh, I'm sure Listen, you do, because, you already, already, because like, you already got a board. I already mm -hmm. <laughs> I wanted you to do that so that people can hear yeah, that right. it's not just about saying, because when people do vision board parties, and I'm not knocking it, I right. love it. The goal is outside. Okay, what are your steps? What? How are you dealing with this? What does this look like? Why do you want this, right? And that is the goal because if you're not going to do the work, you're just going to keep on. Uh, but what is it? Word masturbation. Mm -hmm. You're just going to be talking about yourself <laughs> and getting off on the words, but never really embracing the healing. Yeah, and I true. told you mine since true, 2017. True, true. So true. it's still on there. I'm crossing stuff off. Right, right. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I'm going to pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> Father, here you go. You're going to give me a scripture too? Then I just talk about that. <laughs> well, guys, you know that we only have an hour show. We definitely want to thank Kayana for coming in and dropping these jewels 
Oh for my free. goodness, for, for free, for free. For oh. free. <laughs> you guys, we're going to definitely give her an opportunity to give her contact information. So if there's anybody out there who would love to go and sit with her or um, forward her services on to someone else, please do. And we just want to thank you for watching the McYon Show. Um, this has been amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank so, Kayana, you're so welcome. So, Kayana, please give them all of your social media um, platform information and also how they can be able to get in contact with you for your services. So, Authentic Connections, so AuthenticConnectionsTS.com is my website. And also, you can reach me on um, social media. I think my Instagram is Kayana.Bradley. Um, my Facebook is Kayana Bradley. Whenever you want to see me, just type in Google Kayana Bradley or Authentic Connections Therapeutic Services. Um, and everything should be on the website, 202-344-7933. Awesome. With that number in your fave five. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but make an appointment to with that number. <laughs> make an appointment. <laughs> Ross, give me your information. You guys can always reach me now on Manly's Blended Family. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and my website, manlysblendedfamily.com. Awesome. And you guys know you can follow me at MBA Speaks on Instagram and Facebook. And also my website, mbaspeaks.com. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. We will be back next week, the same time, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be in the month of June. And June, and June is PTSD Awareness Month. So we will definitely be dealing with that as well. So until then, have a great week, and God bless. Good night. Don't forget to subscribe.